First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. You know who does an amazing version of this song? Bob Dylan. Uh, uh, driver's License. An amazing version. Ryan Nobles from CNN. You should hear him <laughs> when he gets the guitar out. What um, song did he do famously on your show? Um, what was it, Ryan? Every Rose has its thorn. Why yeah, do you guys always forget that? That's a uh, <laughs> yeah. you know classic. What? Until Ryan said that, I always thought it was every car has a horn. I uh, never knew <laughs> that it was every rose yeah. has its yeah. thorn. I believe, or every gardener has a hose, I think is how it goes. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Ryan, good morning. Good morning. I do all three of those songs. It's probably because I have children. I, 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 think, you're, uh, I, I think you're right. I, I think you got to stay. It's important to stay, try to stay somewhat relevant. Or, well, I or also, uh, knowing the relevance. Right. Well, I'm also shamelessly a huge fan of pop music, so I. Ryan, I like, uh, I hate to say this, but I am too. I I like all you know. I like everything, and yeah. but, I, but I I I do get bored listening to old music. Like I already heard that, you know, a yeah. thousand times. I've already heard that, right. so that's me. Yeah, I don't like everything. You know, there's some pop music I can't stand, but uh, a lot of the. I love the weekend. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, so I love that song. So well, I'm a, I'm a fan as well. Uh, okay, um, Kamala Harris, a big pop music fan. Um, <laughs> what do you think of that? Listen, you've been given all of this time. Everybody has been complaining. It started with conservatives. Why aren't you going to the uh, to the border? Why aren't you going to go to the border? And and finally, Lester Holt has given her a month to prepare for this. And the answer she gives is the answer she gave. I can't believe it. I, I thought it was pretty stunning, too, uh, you know, especially because she's on a trip here where she is. The entire purpose of this trip is to kind of burnish her credentials and show that she's on top of this issue, which is, is raging and is kind of number one thing that conservative Republicans are hammering the Biden administration for. And then, you know, the, the president, for good or for bad put her in charge of it uh, here she you know that you know, i listen to house republicans all day long that's basically my full-time job yep and the number one thing house republicans have been saying over and over again for the past you know five months is why well, hasn't kamala harris gone to the border i mean her staff had to know that this was going to be a question that was going to come up they had to have known to prepare her to answer that question with some sort of uh, you know a reasonable response and she blew it. I don't think there's any other way to totally. it. And, and actually, became she now. You will see this in commercials. Oh yeah, um, oh, it is. No it oh, is the. Yeah. Mo- I don't care what she accomplished on this trip to South America. The only thing that will be remembered over time is that answer. Does she laugh too at the end? Is it like uh, I've, well, I've never been to Europe? <sighs> yeah, I think she did. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to be in commercials. Yep. Yeah. So you know, and I do think you're right. She. You know, this this was a, an important. She met with a lot of important uh, leaders in that region. She even, which I think you know, you would expect conservatives to applaud, uh, went to to Guatemala and and said that she, and told the people of Guatemala to stay there to not come to the United States, which drew, her, drew a lot of criticism from progressives uh, in the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez hammering her for saying that. So yep. it's not as if she didn't take. Some kind of bold stances on this trip that you would think would at least somewhat satisfy the conservatives uh, in Washington. But you're right that, that single gap, which you know we we've, we've entered a phase. And I don't know. I guess we've probably done that for a long time 
where gas politics kind of rule the day. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she has become the number one target of Republicans, particularly in the House. Uh, you know, I, I see her name being brought up more in, in kind of a critical fashion than even Nancy Pelosi as of late. Uh, probably because a lot of people think that she's going to be the Democratic nominee in 2024 because uh, the president won't run for re-election. So she's become an easy target, and, you know, she gave them easy material by just yeah, not being yeah. basically prepared to answer that question. She's, uh, I, I, you know, I see her as um, as someone who has the same type of, and, and I could be wrong, but I, I feel like she has the same type of vulnerability um, in terms of image that Hillary Clinton had? Yeah, well, I think the biggest difference, though, between her and, and, and Hillary Clinton is that Clinton had so much of the bagging of her husband right, that right. was kind of hanging around her neck. Even, and, you know, it, it, to a certain extent, it's unfortunate for her because she carved out such a, uh, an impressive resume of her own. She was an United States Senator right. and Secretary of State. You know, she had done a lot of things... Uh, on her own two feet, but she was always kind of mixed up in the, the Clinton era uh, of his administration. And Harris doesn't have that. You know, she came up on her own uh, and has kind of her own background to lean on. Um, but I do think that she, you know, well, listen, so, I mean, I think the, the big kind of, and I'm sure there's going to be some people in your audience that roll their eyes when I say this, but the, the biggest comparison between Secretary Clinton and Kamala Harris is that they're both women. And I right. do think that, uh, uh, you know, I think voters, I think the media, I think women, people in general give women a harder time and they uh, have to a higher bar to cross uh, in positions like this. And I yeah. think that Kamala Harris is facing that as well. Uh, Ryan, I think women give uh, hold women to a higher standard. And Yeah, I mean, I think it's across the board. I yeah. think that, yeah, and I, you know, I think that. You know, basic things, you know, that uh, Kamala Harris had to deal with that male politicians probably don't have to deal with on a trip like this. You know, what is she wearing? What's her husband doing while she's gone? You know, things like that. These are questions that we wouldn't ask of a male politician in a situation like that. Uh, I don't think that has anything to do, let me be clear, about the way she answered that question. Right, and, you know, right. the basic, You know, the basic uh, uh, questions about how she's handling this border crisis. But I do think, I mean, when you draw her into the same comparison with Hillary Clinton, the most obvious one is that they may be the two most successful uh, female politicians of our generation, and that's why they're always going to be uh, connected in some way. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I've never thought, with, when, actually when it came to Hillary either, like, what, what's her husband going to do while she's on this trip or something like that? I, I, I don't, I'm not saying people don't think that way. I'm just saying that's a, not, a, not a thought not, that's ever crossed not, my mind. Do you not think that women are... are it's tougher for a woman to be tough, a tough politician, than it is for a man, because they they're judged differently than men are judged. Because uh, I I really believe that's true, and it's not just with Democratic women; it's with women, women, uh, Republicans, and Democrats. And it's it's almost as if Ryan, uh, it's as they gain. You watch the uh, the demonization of uh, Stefanik. Uh, you watch how that progresses over the course of the next year. Yeah, I do. I think that's, you know, I mean, I think about all of the, the female politicians that I cover, and I think about the way that they're described by their detractors. And there are negative, uh, you know, uh, characterizations of these female politicians that we would never apply to a male politician. Right. You know, I've never heard a male politician described as shrill. 
you know, I've never heard male politician described as uh, as too mean or aggressive or you know all these things that you or the B word, for instance. Right. Never heard a male politician decide assign that kind of uh, language. And but but what do know, we say about Cuomo? We say Cuomo's an A word. We don't call him the B word. We call him the A word. Right. Yeah, or I, or I have right. Yeah, well, but I, but I think but a woman can, but a woman can be that too. I feel like a woman has to worry about being too crass because if a woman is too crass, she's automatically disliked. Where if a man is too crass um, or too tough, we're like, yeah, yeah, he really gave it to him. I, I, well, I do think there's a different. Bill, the other, uh, we look at the it differently. Other side of that is, on the other side of that is, if they're not tough enough, they're right. Hard. Right. You know, so, you know, with men, you know, there's an expectation that a man will be tough, that a man will come into the room. You know, I mean, that's part of Donald Trump's success, his bravado, that he's not afraid to, to tell people what he really thinks. And for women, it's, you know, if you automatically assume that a woman is not going to be as tough in any given I, situation. I want to I give you the perfect, and, and move on from this, but I want to give you the perfect example. This, you're going to walk away, you're going to use this, I think you might even use this example. On CNN. All right. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Imagine if a woman, and let's say it's Kamala Harris, cried every time something emotional came up like John Boehner did. Uh, right. Look how John Boehner was judged. And you see, and you tell me how the woman would be judged. And probably I, laughed out of politics. The, the, absolutely yeah, right. It yeah. would be a career ending because right. she'd be too weak to be able to handle the job. You know? I mean, I can only think of one time in Hillary Clinton's entire long and illustrious uh, career in politics where she cried. It was right before the New Hampshire primary uh, when she was running against Obama. And people still talk about that. Yeah. It only happened one time in public. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. You're uh, right. Is it all, uh, infrastructure all over? No. In fact, I, was, I spent last night um, in, camped out in front of a, a small room uh, in the bowels of the Capitol where a new group of uh, bipartisan senators are trying to hatch some sort of a deal. Uh, the the big difference between this deal and the deal before was where you only had one Republican dealing directly with the president. Now you've got a group of Democrats and Republicans, you know, moderates that are trying to find some sort of common ground. It's a group of 20 of them. If they can come up with a deal that they can agree with and that they can get leadership buy-in in, I think there's a chance the White House comes along. I still think there's pretty huge uh, obstacles that they have to overcome. I think the big question now, Bill, is if this group, the G20 group, if they're able to come up with a deal, I think the big, the next question is, does the White House lose Democratic support for it? Mm. Uh, is it is it not going to be enough for progressives? Uh, and it won't so much be a problem in the Senate, but it'll become a problem in the House, where the margins are so tight there. I think House Republicans are probably not going to vote for anything that has Biden's stamp on it. And if you lose five or six uh, progressive Democrats, that might be right, a right. deal. So they are, you know, I would say that uh, it's still kind of a long shot, but the, the, the deal's not done. It's just gone in a completely different direction that surprised a lot of us yesterday. All right. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Matt's still in first place, by the way, um, uh, and uh, a tough loss last night. We'll see if they bounce back today. Um, uh, I, I understand. Too, I mean, I was so excited they took two of you know, they split the series with the Padres. That was big. A very good team. Yep. But then to get crushed by Baltimore was yeah. terrible. Uh, so San Diego. San, that the AL East is a lot better than the National League. San Diego, by the way, back in, uh, they're in New York this weekend. So that's going to be a, 
an interesting yeah. series to watch. All right, Ryan Nobles, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. I, I can't wait for the John Boehner comparison. I can't wait for that. Yes, yeah, keep watching. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching. I won't, I won't hold my breath, but I'll, I'll keep All watching. Right. All, right. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, Ryan Nobles Bye. from CNN. Do you do you vehemently disagree with it? Or, no. Oh, you, you just, you're no, really I, um, I, I, I women think women are... I think, differently. I think it depends on. I do think it. It depends on the person. Almost like a beauty is in the eye of the beholder type thing. I, we're at a place. A people, we're at a place, by the way, where everybody's all management is female here. Correct, and, and very well respected. And and maybe maybe that's why sometimes I don't make that connection. I I, I don't know, but yeah, I I, I know uh, women uh, do get a more critical eye. Um, that, but there are there are many reasons why people get. Uh, I guess the critical eye. The John Boehner example, I think, is a good one. Although, was Boehner known as a crier? Yes. Throughout his career, well, or until yeah. he became the House Speaker? No, I, I don't. I think he was in the spotlight when he was when he was Speaker of the House. So it was just like, oh my God, he's crying again. You could see the, the lower lip start to quiver a little bit. It's <laughs> like there he goes again. Yeah. Uh, Boehner's crying again. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 